The views and opinions expressed by the producers, hosts, and guests of Flash Black Radio do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Flash Black or its parent company. Listener discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for welcoming us back. We are the usual suspects here with shit you might have missed on Flash Black Radio. I'm Slim Williams. I've missed you guys. Hope you've missed me too. But I'm not alone. Sitting here right across from me is Da Vinci Parks, aka Leaving at the Third. To my right is the lovely and talented and smart. Oh wow, T Rich. And then over the airwaves, the digitalness of it all, we have. Hey, Savage. Hey, people. Happy MLK Day. MLK Day is a day of service. This is the service we're providing to you. You get to hear us do do our thing. That was delightful. Yeah. I feel very delighted. Delightful. delightful. Bring us in delightful. I wanted us to get off to a delightful start today. Thank you. That is what I wanted. Well, you know, I, I think I think you've uh, I think you've done your job, sir. Well, Lee, you got to tell everybody where they can uh, where they can listen to us. Oh, well, if you are trying to catch up with us, I'm pretty sure if you're listening to us, you already know where to find us. As Christy and T. Rich have already pointed out <laughs> on a number of occasions, and I agree with them. Um, but just in case, um, we are available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and uh, hopefully soon to Spotify. We'll see what's up with that. Um, yeah, yeah we're going we're to we're look into that in the near future. But uh, yeah, and of course, on the, the website and the Facebook group page, uh, so you can check us out. On the Flash Black Radio group on the Facebook page and the Facebook group of the same name. Also on IG, Flash Black Radio. And two Twitter handles, Flash Black News, for all the information and news that's going on throughout the, the week. If you want to stay informed on just a bunch of crazy shit that's happening in our world or in our country, at Flash Black News. If you want to know exactly what's happening with Flash Black Radio and all the stuff that's going on with that, at Flash Black Radio. All right? So, yeah, check us out. So while I don't necessarily think it's completely problematic in and of itself, I think her way of handling it was a little problematic. So our first problematic person of the new year, look at you, Cardi B. You're still winning out in these streets. Okay. What'd she do? So, you know, Offset has a problem keeping his cock to himself. Offset of the Migos. Yes. Yes. I'm 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 learning. Yeah, I'm trying to be better about that. So uh you know, it keeps coming out there was like a picture, a video or something, and people were like, Cardi, girl, what are you doing? And Cardi's response was, No, this is a quote. No, it's not right for a nigga to cheat. But what you want me to do? Go fuck another nigga, start all over again and get cheated on again? This shit happens to everyone. And I I don't understand this. And I be too, you too. People handle their relationship different. So I'm going to make a decision in my own times with my heart and mind. I don't need to be rushed or told what to do. It's my life. I belong to me, not to the world. So this was actually discussed on uh, one of the local radio stations, and they were asking people like, hey, you know, what do you think of it? Um, Do you agree with this concept? And one young lady called in and was like, you know, all men are going to cheat. 
That's true. So you just, and that's why I'm bringing it up. Oh, yeah. And so you just have to accept that whoever you're with, you just have to accept that they're cheating on you and hope that they respect you enough to keep it hidden. So I wanted to discuss it in this forum because I know we have a couple of oh, married okay. people. We have Son, a, this is this is ripe right here. Like we have we, a poly why person. Have we, why have we taken so long to have this conversation? I don't ah, know. I guess we were just shoot. waiting for. I just, so you know, <laughs> I just feel like if you dating someone mildly famous, and I mean mildly famous, you could be mildly locally famous. You know what I'm saying? And like anywhere from the twenty to forty range. I actually expect you to not be keeping your dick to yourself. And I actually expect you to not be super clean about it either. And I expect any woman in a relationship with you to have made the decision about how she feels about that for herself sometime, you know what I'm saying, during the course of the beginnings of the relationship. And everybody really just need to mind their business. Because, like, you know, that's between them. You know, I don't actually expect any NBA, NFL, NBA, mm-hmm. NHL, or anybody who is on any kind of tour to, you know, not be having sex with other people. There are lots of exceptions to that rule. But mm-hmm. the reality, those are the exceptions that prove the rule. Because I think, you know what I'm saying, we have seen over and over again, niggas who fly business class, you know what I'm saying, like she twice a week, don't keep the, their dicks to themselves. So why would you expect a dude who like y'all meet up when y'all cross paths in the same city or in a city that's close to where y'all next destination is? I just don't understand why anybody at this point in this day and age expects differently from anybody in relationships where there's really a long distance component to it. Um, especially the public, you know, mind your business. Okay. So having yeah. said that, they need to figure out what they are doing as a couple. Yeah. Well, that's, he, that's he, all got a, he got her name tattooed on him. So that don't mean nothing. that's love. I don't mean that. No, it, what it means is that like, that's who he wants to come home to. But you know what I'm saying? That doesn't mean he's not going to fall into some random on the way home. Uh, okay. Tattoos can be covered. Um, uh, but exactly. also, like, the, the interesting part of it to me was just the discussion that happened with people who were not uh, famous or dating any famous people. Because um, another part of that was one of the hosts of the show was saying, I think all men should get one pass. And they should be allowed to say, like, hey, I was in Vegas or I was in DR or I was wherever and things got wild and I fucked up and I made a mistake. And my woman, my wife, my fiance, my long term partner should just go ahead and agree with that. Mm. And another host asked the the woman on the show said, oh, so do does your woman get a pass, too? Absolutely. Absolutely not was his answer. That was his oh, direct because he just got a I mean, you know. So I feel like there's a couple of things in here that I would like for us to kind of get right. into. So I, I would like I would like to I'm, I'm going to split my answer, but I'm not going to say where the splits are coming. Y'all just have to figure it out as listeners because this should be more fun for me that way. Um, I'm going to answer it in some genuine terms, but I'm also answering some halfway hotep terms, and I think we'll be because that's who you are. Halfway hotep, you know. No. That's who you really should be. Halfway Hotep, aka League. Mm-hmm. Look, look. Okay, we we all acknowledge that this is this is not really a real thing. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want like like I I I'm kind of like 
like leery of it because I don't want nobody to be like, yo, halfway hotel, what up, son? Like, yeah, that's not that's not my life at all. But we'll I, call you the halfway hotel devil's advocate. Yeah, okay, that's fine. I could do that. So, uh, so what I would say is this: though, first and foremost, I will say when it comes to relationships, uh, I get the obvious out the way. Um, uh, relationships um, are based upon obviously two people and their behaviors and their perspectives on relationships, and of course their uh, emotional maturity. And uh, you know they got other issues in there. Okay, we don't have to get too deep in that. Uh, what we'll say is um, whether you're average working Joe Schmo or you're like famous Joe Schmo, um, there are levels to this shit. Um, I think the average male has difficulty with the idea or the concept of fame and what those accoutrements bring into the scenario when it comes to like women and the attention that women will give you once you are quote unquote recognizable and or famous. Uh, so I think that um, comes into like the, uh, of course, the emotional maturity and the sense of self that that individual has for himself. Um, but really, it comes down to, man, like, the, to say that all dudes to cheat is, are some bullshit. I know some some dudes that are strictly, like, you know, they, like, straight, like, monogamous dudes. I know dudes that, like, you know, ain't smashing nobody. Like, like grown-ass men who are choosing to not engage in intercourse. So it really depends on that individual. If you want to, like, generalize it, you can, but I think that's kind of dangerous. It really just comes down to the dude that you have. And understanding the dude that you have. So, I mean, for myself or whatever, I was in a, in a stage where of my life where I wasn't necessarily trying to be monogamous, but I wasn't trying to be disrespectful either. Whatever your situation is going to be, if you're a cheating ass dude or if you're a single, well, if you're not a cheating ass dude, you don't have to worry about it. But if you are a cheating ass dude, understand that there are rules to the game. You have to wrap your dick up. You can't get a bitch pregnant. I'm sorry. I'm just saying it like, you know. From like, you know, cheating ass dude perspective. Not saying it's from my perspective. <laughs> I want people to think I'm just going around calling women bitches. Can't so get a bitch pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't do that. And I'm saying because honestly, we look ladies, if she's the second woman, she's a bitch. That's how y'all gonna look at her. So I'm just saying. So you can't get her pregnant and you can't bring back any diseases. You just can't. You know what I'm saying? So like outside of like who gets passes and for what and why, eh, like, you know, I mean, I get it. Like, you know, there's the whole perspective of Women are the fair sex and, you know, the idea that women are not supposed to cheat and they're supposed to be better than men and so forth and so on. And the reality is that women are just as as carnal as men are mm -hmm. and, and actually in some instances can be worse. <laughs> so, like, you know, that idea or that, 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 that perspective is completely outdated. And that's probably why the conversation in and of itself is problematic to say that, like, okay, a dude gets a pass. And they pass for what? I mean, I, I get it. Like, dude, if you make it, I think Chris Rock made this joke or whatever. Um, he was basically saying like, yo, if you like making like, you know, a couple million dollars, you know, that affords me the opportunity to cheat. It might not have been Chris Rock that said that. I can't remember who said that. So I don't want to attribute that to Chris Rock falsely. But it, I forget. There was somebody, and it'll come to me eventually, that was famous, said, yo, if I'm making X amount of dollars, it affords me the opportunity to cheat. Now- Again, I don't know what rules he's applying to said cheating. Um, I think really it comes down to like how open are you willing to be in your relationships in terms of your communication. Um, some women might understand like, look, uh, this may or may not happen. I'm a rapper. I'm on tour a lot. Uh, shit could go down. Shit might not go down. 
Uh, she might want to be on some Jackie Chrissy type stuff where she wants to jump out there and be on tour with her man. Like she was like Jackie Chrissy was with uh, Doug Christie and she followed the tour bus, um, the, uh, the team bus rather. <laughs> it, it, it's levels to it. So it really just comes down to like what type of communication you're having now. Speaking to Cardi B, I do agree with the fact that really is not anybody's position to comment on. True. And it is her prerogative to decide in her time what she wants to do. Not all men cheat. To me, what I'm saying, hearing is that she cares about the dude she's with. She understands the flaws that he comes with and understands where he is. And she's accepting of that to a degree. But I feel like with all women, and I tweeted something similar to this, uh, something like this earlier this week. Um, like um, a woman, every woman has a limited amount of fucks and tears that she can give any one person. So uh, you need to know what your threshold is. That's all I'm saying. I think that's people. Oh, it is. It is. But I think it's more apropos to just say women. I think my issue with <laughs> my issue with um, the Nobody whole thing with this. Cardi B was the statement of, you know, what am I supposed to leave and end up with some other nigga that's gonna cheat on me so mm. it's like it was almost like this given that like okay he's cheating but also the next person that I'm I could possibly be with would also do the same thing and anybody else that I could end up with kind of like along the lines of what the the caller on the on the radio show was saying they're just like all men cheat which is just like it was I mean it bothered Amazing. me because it's just like this whole side chick kind of acceptance culture of just like yeah you know the idea that it's okay for you to cheat on me, but respect me enough to keep it hidden. I'm like, those are, <laughs> you're saying like, yeah. two things. Yeah, you're saying yeah, two yeah. things. Nah, um, nah. Like you've either had a conversation and you've said, okay, you know, we agree to these certain things in our relationship or, and these things both flow both ways mm -hmm. or they flow this way mm -hmm. or, but for like you to just be like, you know, you can cheat on me. Just respect me enough for me not to find out. I don't, I can't personally like agree with that in my own life. Don't ask, don't tell, keep your mess to a minimum is actually, you know what I'm saying, a relationship style. And I think that we should not call those people in those relationships. W women are not being cheated on. That's what you've agreed to. Men are not cheating. That's what you, you know what I'm saying, have been told, you know what I'm saying, either, you know, by implicit, you know, behavior or just the outright conversation that like, this is how we're going to roll. And so like the reality is if we're saying don't ask, don't tell and keep your mess to a minimum, then nobody's cheating. You're just having sex with somebody else. You know what I'm saying? And the other person may not want to know about it, but like these are terms that y'all have agreed to. And the reality is if we have terms that people have agreed to, nobody's cheating. Yeah, it actually, it's outside of the relationship, but there's no cheating going on because there's no real deception going on because deception involves, you know what I'm saying, is, is what cheating is. Mm -hmm. Cheating is I am sneaking around behind your back and doing this with somebody. It's a breach of you trust. Right. Mm -hmm. right. And the reality is there is no real breach of trust if this is the contract that people have agreed to. I, I I think we we uh, got to the bottom of that very quickly. <laughs> I, 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 I just just I, I, don't I, come I, back with barnacles on your shit. That's all I'm saying. I, like you know, you cannot come back with barnacles on your bully. That's all I'm saying. Right. Like you, you can't women, do it. And women who stay in relationships like that don't get to play long suffering victims. You agree to that? I think that's where it gets dicey. Mm, does it? It, it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean. 
again, again, like I, I don't like the idea of people just saying all men cheat and like you know that that kind of, you know, also what's not being said is that most of all women are faithful, uh, and that's not that's not the case. That's not true, right? I'm just saying. I just I just think I just think the I can speak to the, that. the conversation and the narrative is just. It's, I mean, it's like, false from the get-go. So, like, I, I don't think it's... I mean, I, I think it overly simplifies the situation. Like At I, this point, the percentage differences to which women are, are admitting to being, you know what I'm saying, not faithful in their relationships, the reality is it's so statistically insignificant. We could say that we are on par with men. You know what I'm mm, saying? So nobody in a relationship who knows, you know, long-term that this person is stepping out with other people gets to play long-suffering victim. You've agreed to that. You can leave. Or step out. Right, or step out yourself mm-hmm. and be happy. Yeah. So I, I, re- I really think, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to talk about it, I, what we're saying is, uh, I think we're all agreeing on, like, y'all need to have, like, rules. And, like, uh, agree upon said rules. And don't be trying to change those rules up midstream, especially just to benefit your situation. And have hard conversations about your emotional and sexual needs and expectations. But not why you hard though. <laughs> like, like, wait, wait till you flash it. <laughs> no, but seriously, no, no, I agree. I like, yeah, definitely have those those conversations. I feel like those type of conversations are beneficial to have, like, in the early onset of a relationship, mm-hmm. whatever that relationship is going to be. Because, like, a lot of relationships sometimes not. Nah, that that's bad grammatic. A lot of and that means honesty. sometimes, so yeah, yeah. If you're a non-monogamous partner, you need to be honest about the fact that, like, yes, I'm, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to do this, or these are the things that I can agree to. Yeah, because like that whole like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not going to do it again. Like that, yeah. don't nobody want to hear that shit, well, and nobody I, cares about anybody meaning nothing unless they know how secure their relationship is. Yeah, so. I was, I was living my life uh, in the in, in the ambiguity stage, well. Like when I was like, you know, single dude just out there, just like, you know, just, all right, well, <laughs> just kind of like, like, if you want to know, like, you just, you just let me know you want to know. I got you. Uh, but <laughs> you want to know everything. I from a there is no mistake perspective. If you did it, all right, you did it. Own it. Go on with your life. Because this right here is dead. It's done. It's over. There's no mistake. There's no accident. There's no, ooh, I got too drunk. There's no, nah, nah, nah. And I had that conversation early on, like, it's your penis. You certainly have control over it to put it wherever you would like. However, if you would like to keep putting it here, you can't put it anywhere else. And if right. you do, then you just need to keep on, keep going. Because there's there's no further conversation for us to have. So I I, I guess the, the the question I have is like, like, has no one here slipped and fell and just kind of like, oh, oh shit, oh, that happened? No, I've been cheated on, and so my response was to cheat on the person. Okay. I didn't slip or fall. It wasn't accidental. That it was, was completely well thought out and yeah. planned and deliberate as fuck. Yeah. Each time it uh, happened. Yeah. The, the, the one time that I was cheated on, you know, I totally went out and... uh yeah, systematically uh, did a payback. Systematically, I don't even I, get into that. You know, it, it was I, I was like the kid. It was well thought out. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and and I announced my intentions. You know what I'm saying before I set out on my mission. I believe you did, and I believe I believe it was a very like detailed <laughs> announcement. Probably, 
I'm not, I would be surprised if it didn't come with like an itinerary. <laughs> like I a written itinerary. I wasn't it as actually, like it wasn't written, but it did. I wasn't as like open in the beginning, but I created just enough doubt where he was like, oh, "Yeah, fuck with him." Oh, uh, are you? I. Uh, I gotta, mm. Oh no, I was. I was crystal. No, I wanted him to feel that. I wanted that's him to off, feel that. That's an off-air conversation. So. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> But I've Which never don't acc- happen often, ladies and gentlemen. I've never accidentally like, oh my god, whose dick is this? No. Yeah. Uh, um. <laughs> what what I what I will say is, <laughs> what I will say from my perspective is, I have definitely been uh uh the culprit for in my younger years not having properly defined the boundaries of relationship in the first place. And again, that's that ambiguity I was speaking of. Like it's like a double edged sword. So. If you with somebody and it's just like y'all just kicking it and it's understood reasonably that y'all just kicking it, maybe no damage comes out of it. But the problem with that is you don't necessarily know what her intentions or her desires are towards you. And if you don't discuss those things or whatever, you might be actually engaging in something that maybe means more for her or maybe means less for her. And at the same time, the other end of the spectrum is if you are dealing with somebody that you care about. And that you have feelings for and that, that, that is significant to you, but you haven't stepped up to make those things known, then you can't necessarily be mad when your behavior is either for like you doing whatever you're doing or they decide that they want to do something else. Can't be mad at that because you didn't define those boundaries. So that for me was one of those things that I had to learn the the, uh, the difficult way in from moving forward. I just approach it like, yo, you just gonna know everything. Like they're they're like, yeah, this is what it is. Uh and this is where I am. And yeah. It made it easier for me. Just like like my conscience was clean. Any further thoughts? You wanna add anything, Slimus Maximus? Um, I mean, as I sat and listened to you all's uh comments. You you covered uh, a lot of the bases. I think the only the only word that I would add to the mix is accountability. I think that kind of sums everything up, right? We're talking uh-huh. about honesty. That's the stage where you define what two individuals define what their relationship is going to be. Hopefully, everybody was honest about that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But that honesty also means if things change for the relationship with you as things go along. You need to be forthcoming about that stuff so that if the terms of your relationship need to be renegotiated and those terms are not something that the other partner uh, can handle or can agree to, well, then you can terminate the relationship. Um, But I think that honesty in the beginning and honesty throughout is the main thing. The other words y'all threw out there is trust. And that is just understanding that everybody is doing what they say they're doing. And not doing something else outside of the parameters that you have and have you set for yourself in your relationship. When you betray that trust, um, I don't think there's a formula for how to handle that. I don't think there's a formula for, you know, to to kids is of the mindset of when you do that. I, I understand what you did. We done. But, you know, I accept what you did. It was your right to do that. You're an autonomous individual. I don't own you. You're not property. So you could do what you want. But you betrayed the trust. So it's it's done. Um, you know, other people 
may take other variables into consideration and right. say that the circumstances might not be such that terminating a relationship is is black and white. Um, and I think, you know, not to I never thought I'd be like, you know, like kind of like standing in solidarity with with Cardi B ever in my life. I didn't know that that would ever happen. That's not an expectation that I had. But uh, I think she's absolutely right. Like you got to define what you're going to do in a situation on your own. Like and I do think the concept of am I just going to leave for another you know person? Let's not just say men or women, mm -hmm. because we know psychologically both men and women do cheat. Uh, the variables are commiserate as far as like uh you know quantity and percentage and the only thing that really varies between the two is the why is the reasons why the cheating occurs um from a psychological perspective um but the fact that the cheating is occurring amongst both sexes oh it's rampant we don't have enough conversation about about men that are cheated on uh, by mm -hmm. their women and how the men who are faithful in those situations, how they handle it and, you know, what coping mechanisms do they need to employ um, to, you know, to survive that situation because a betrayal is a betrayal. Um, and even though we're not included in the narrative, it's a real thing, kind of like the same thing with the conversation with cops, you know, killing black men. Um, women kind of get lost. Black women mm -hmm. get lost in that conversation. The same thing with, you know, men being violated in relationships. We just, we don't talk about it. Um, we talk about women being violated. So, um, yeah, I, I just think that that trust, once you breach that trust, you got to figure out how you're going to handle that. And accountability, like Takia said, there, there's no mistakes. Like, there are so many logistical steps that mm -hmm. got to happen for you to bone somebody. Mm -hmm. it, it never just happens. There's a lot of decisions you can make or not make at somewhere along the line. Um, you know, you could choose not to undo your pants. You could choose not to take your bra off. You could choose not to open your mouth. You could choose not to go to the location where the person is. You could choose to not respond to the text message or answer the phone. There's just so many steps, you know, where you could choose to do what would be appropriate as far as the parameters of your relationship and you choose not to um it's a bad choice every time um in regards to your relationship man for you as an individual maybe it's not a bad choice right. maybe you know you're actually a terrible person and <laughs> you know betraying people and dishonoring people maybe that's your thing this is what you do maybe you dig that like i don't know but mm -hmm. as far as the parameters of what you the paradigm of your relationship it's a bad decision so be accountable on what you did uh understand that actions have consequences and uh don't i don't think you should just assume that somebody's going to cheat on you but in line with what Cardi B said, the possibility that somebody is going to cheat on you is a very real possibility in the percentages and numbers. I think actually are it's more likely that you'll get with a new person and there's a chance that that person can cheat on you, man or woman, not specific to a uh, gender. Um, so that's a real consideration when you're betrayed. Um, and for some people that results in heartbreak. Uh, for some people, that just results in relationship confusion. Um, they got to make a real decision. Do I stay with this person when a lot of the relationship we had could be a lie? I don't know which parts of it are real, 
which parts of it are not because I've been lied to about this one thing. You broke trust. Trust is fragile. Now the person who was cheated on had cheated on has to wonder how much of it is a lie. How much of the relationship overall is a lie? Was it just you cheating on me that was a lie or is the whole construct a lie? Um, And if you can't reconcile that, then you got to decide if you're going to move on. Well, I can move on and get into another situation who I trusted because that person represented themselves a certain way. And in the end, they betray you, too, because what they represented wasn't the reality of who they are. So I think all those things need to be considered. End of the day, honesty, trust and accountability. And if you can't do those three, don't be in a monogamous relationship. So <laughs> you sitting over there silent. You coming through with a word? Yeah. Let me let me if you don't mind. I would like to just uh, tag on to like the accountability thing because that's actually one of my favorite words in my personal life. Mm-hmm. Um, and no, and I won't, I won't go there. Um, accountability for me is a very like huge thing. So I want to just add on to what Slim was saying with regard to accountability. Accountability, and that is like uh, accountability goes a couple different ways, but accountability is also towards yourself and your decisions. So. Sometimes people might have to make the hard observation of self that maybe the problem is your raggedy ass choices. Uh, if you keep winding up with shitty person after shitty person, it's yeah, that person still behaving the way they did and they are individuals and they make their own choices. But you are also a factor in that equation and how you behave with said shitty person and the fact that you chose said shitty person might say something about your 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 uh your guidelines and and what it is that causes you to choose said individuals. Uh so I feel like that's also a conversation that doesn't happen enough. And I feel like I see enough, you know, or I've heard enough conversations where, you know, a woman might be talking to a girlfriend uh either like in real life or uh on a TV show or in a movie or whatever, and like she might like, oh, why don't you try so and so? He's really sweet and blah 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 blah. But nah, girl, da, 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 da. it's just like like okay, so like 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 you know, you say you want a good dude, but like when a good dude gets laid out for you, whatever, there's an issue. You know and I'm saying, so I give a personal example and I step off. So um, I have a home girl who I love dearly, and we we discuss this. She will remain nameless in this in this example. It's not me, is it? No, not not at all. <laughs> not at all. But I do love you dearly, though. Uh, I love your homegirls. Yeah, you're definitely <laughs> one of my homegirls. This is one of my homegirls. Uh, and she's basically saying, like, yo, so um, uh, could you hook me up with one of your friends? And I'm like, yeah, I'm not really, that's not really something I like to do. It's, it's, it's not a thing for me. It's just like, yeah, but you know, you know, like, you know, you don't have anybody. Maybe your friend like Slim. This is a real ass story. You didn't probably ever heard this one, huh? Uh, uh, maybe a friend like Slim. I was like, yeah, nah, like, you know, because I'm thinking, like, I'm also thinking, like, if I were to hook you up with somebody, it had to be an agreeable match. It couldn't be one of those things like uh, I'll get up with somebody and then you decide that you don't really like that person. Now you got to think because I suggested that person mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm, the other person is mad at me like, why would you put me through that? So <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be like, I got to see it from both sides. That's the reason why I don't like to get involved in those type of things. But I did think, I was like, okay, I have one friend that might work for you. You know what I'm saying? Just because, just all of the parameters because she's very much into like her faith and church and all that stuff, whatever. So I described this dude and I'm like, yo, and like he's got a job, he's an artist, he's a poet, you know what I'm saying? Very intelligent, does a curse, does a drink, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? He don't even like, you know, you know, mess around women like that. He's like really in his faith too, blah, 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 blah. And like I showed her a picture and she's like, oh, but look at the way he dressed. I'm like, really? 
Like, and this is this is the problem that I think that we sometimes have individuals, or whatever. Like something like the way a person dresses, and again, I've addressed this conversation with my homegirl. But sometimes the way a person dresses, if that's the only thing that you can find wrong with a dude, if you're on your game, you can change that. Yeah, look, clothes can change, personalities cannot. Yeah, they yeah, tell yeah. you, you that straight from that. the gate in psychology. People diagnosed with personality disorders will have those disorders for the rest of their lives because you cannot change personalities. You can buy some jeans and a shirt. So, yeah, man. So all that to say, like, that there's an accountability in your perspective in terms of what you want a man you have to be, or a woman. You have to be realistic as to what your expectations are. And, like, do you really want those things? You might say you want, like, a good dude with X, Y, and Z, but is that who you're actually pursuing or allowing to pursue you? And I shall step away. And look. Uh, Did I give a word as well? Was, you gave a word. Thank you. I gave a word. <laughs> Halfway hotep advocate. I would also like to say that not being um, sexually monogamous and not necessarily um, being a cheater doesn't necessarily make you a bad person. I feel like there's also different kinds of cheaters. There's a lot of dudes who like, you know what I'm saying, they just messy as fuck with the shit. And so like, you know, they just get caught up, you know what I'm saying, be at another broad house, forget to come home, you know what I'm saying, all kinds of crazy stuff. And then there's dudes who be like, you know what I'm saying, um, like, I got this much time for you, you know what I'm saying, and I got a life outside of you and whole commitments, and they always on time for their commitments, and nothing about what they're doing takes food or, you know what I'm saying, resource, resources off of their table. So I just feel like, you know, I'm, I'm not saying, you know, that all that cheating is ever okay, but I am saying that there are also levels to how people carry it, you know? So like everybody isn't out here trying to find a whole new replacement relationship, you know what I'm saying? And like, they're just kind of like one foot in one door and one foot out the other. A lot of people are just like, um, this is my snack. And I go and I have a snack and then I come home and like, I do what I do. And like, I'm on point with my shit. I'm otherwise responsible. Um, so I just want to throw that out there. That's a very good analogy. I think that could plug into She's Gotta Have It. Uh, the, the the Netflix series with Spike Lee or whatever because there are a lot of fluke ass choices I was seeing in that damn it was very frustrating <laughs> to watch that uh, series uh, but uh, I, I thought there were some good elements to it don't get me wrong but um, I, I just yeah you were gonna say something Slim before Christy spoke or did you forget I think I did forget but uh, Christy's comment was was very timely so I'm glad that she was able to she was able to share that but I did forget what I was going to say. It's okay. <laughs> did you have another problematic individual or entity? Um, so let's just like get into the most glaring problematic person who is always problematic. I feel like it should just be what dumb, talk shit, about him this week? what dumb shit 45 did this week. Wow, we haven't talked about him in a while, like, at least not directly. We he have countries. <sighs> Why are we bringing all these people from these shithole countries. Why don't we bring people from like Norway? Which why don't want to leave Norway? <laughs> why would Norwegians want to leave Norway with like they have like a year maternity paternity leave, universal health care, they don't have people getting shot by the police in uh, mass yeah, the way that we do here. Yeah, the terrorism count is way, way lower than ours. All they did. It's like the be. happiest country yeah. in the world. And you wanna what? Come here? It's a lot of it's a lot of wood there. Why are people why are people from 
uh, from countries with socialized medicine and thriving economies who are on general happier than everybody in the United States not coming to the United States. Like, this is ridiculous. Why don't they want to be unhappier and unhealthier? But then related to, you know, high skilled people, when we talk about the H1 visa program, you know what I'm saying? It's an excuse for that, too. So he he just don't want nobody here. But back to shithole countries. Yes. Um, There was a a talking head from the Trump administration. I'm not sure if she was from the. Let me be fair. I'm not sure if she was from the Trump administration or the GOP or where this bra came from. But she was on. AM with Joy Reid and Joy asked her about the statement and she proceeded to say, um, you know, allegedly that statement was heard, but no one heard it. So it's not actually a thing that the president said. And instead of talking about that allegation, what we should talk about is the Clinton Foundation. And she spun so hard left. And Joy Reid was like, "Um, ma'am, I'm sorry, this is not Fox News. I don't know how they do things there, but what you're not going to do? today on this show is divert the conversation. And while we're talking about news anchors, I'm still fucking with Don Lemon. Don Lemon, did you see what he did? Uh, Which which thing? Okay, Don Lemon is, I mean, he's not bae, but (laughs) Don Lemon about to be my homeboy. So um, the day after the shithole country's comment, Don Lemon hosted his show, and he opened up the show by saying the president is racist, which is something that everybody- have been tap dancing around, yeah. Knew, right, but they've yeah. been kind of tap dancing around it, and he was just like, yeah, the president is racist. Put it out there. He had four panelists. Um, one of them, I can't remember his name, but one of them um, was a Republican- Person, I was going to say gentleman, but he doesn't deserve that kindness. And he was like, no, you know, calling him racist is easy and lazy. And, you know, I can't believe that you stooped to that level. And Don was basically like, you know what? Actually, I was going to address it, but I'm not now. So we're just going to, can we close him off? Can we shut down his mic and get him off the screen, please? And kindly kindly kick him off the screen in the middle of the program and was like, yes. Uh, so what we will be doing is continuing with the three panelists that we have left. Wow. Has Don Lemon been, been spying on the cookout through the fence? Girl. Hey, look, because Don Lemon, he, he for a couple of years there, yeah, he's, he's, years been, ago, he's, he's been ramping up. He was he was problematic himself. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He, he's, 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 he's been, uh, I think when he, he was, he was trying to up his wokeness. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think he time. was, I think he knew like where he was job wise. Like, okay, I'm like professionally in a sunken place. And I think he's at the point mm-hmm. now, like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and come out on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. I'm going I'm to start growing Since out my Kaepernick New Year's fro. Eve. Yeah. A couple years ago. But this year, he like, he kissed his boyfriend on like a, on New Year's Eve. Oh, he did. Yeah, 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 wow. yeah. He's last because like, like the year he got the um his ear it pierced. pierced. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which I thought was so weird. I'm like, yo, this dude is really like legitimately drunk, which is fine because people get drunk on New Year's, but you're still a news anchor. So I thought that was interesting. So, but he was saying that he was more open to relationships, and supposedly he met the guy that he's dating now, like around that time, if not that night. And, you know, things went on from there. So he, like, he acknowledged, like, yo, I love you, babe, and kissed him on the air, like, you know, but, you know, for New Year's or whatever. So he's got his little cabinet baby fro growing out mm-hmm. and everything. Uh, for some yeah. reason, Don Lemon always makes me think of Cedric Yarborough for some reason. I'm, 
have no idea. Like, That's hilarious. I don't know. Like the Tom Dubois, Cedric Yarborough, or actually Cedric Yarborough. Just Cedric Yarborough. Like I could imagine Don Lemon being like, but Black Dynamite, like on, oh, okay. like on the on the newscast. Okay. Like I could just I could see that happening. I don't know. I don't even think they favor that much. I just think okay. for some reason like that's that's the connection I make whenever I visualize Don Lemon. Chocolate Giddy, uh, yeah. I, I, I feel like I feel like if we're gonna start going down the Slim and Lee path, we have to start telling people to like Black Dynamite is a movie. If you have not seen it, uh, your life is not all it could be. Yeah, it's like Anchorman or Talladega Nights, co-written you know? by Michael J. White. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, also starring Michael J. White. Yeah. If you ever seen black exploitation films, just one, like for real black exploitation film, then Black Dynamite is everything you need in your life. Uh, yeah. But anyway. nice if Black Dynamite could could get into the current White House and. <laughs> Have a fight with yeah. Have yeah. a fight with uh, with the current yeah. I think president. that'd be a much different fight. I, I think you just like you know just tranking with the elephant dart and just like like put a whole bunch of like Big Macs in his cage and then cart him off somewhere. It'd be all right. So, did you yeah. did you so read that, uh, that article My that the precept uh, covered in spray tan? Uh, the preemptive joint that came out though about Fire and Fury how he's like he's like very paranoid allegedly of being poisoned so that's why he eats so much McDonald's because it's like he can just go there show up and it's ready made and he put a lock on his door. Forty-five. Put a lock on his door. Is poison. I know. It's it's a very ironic choice. Yeah, yeah, but it's just it's just ready made and it's familiar, I guess. But like he uh, he he, he's worried about being poisoned and uh, he's he put a lock on his door, which Secret Service didn't like or whatever. And I don't know. I really think based upon those descriptions, that dude. I mean, I've always thought he was off anyway, but. I mean, but that don't explain the Happy Meals. Look, I think what the real situation. Whoa. We, he's not happy. We, the irony whoa, whoa, is that he whoa. is a he is a ten year old child. That's what nah, nah, nah. He does he does even Happy Meals. Huh? Oh no, that, that, nah, he was just that fat fuck needs full meals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I heard he's really into like the quarter pounder. But I do like to get the toy. I, he I, takes them to bed. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean. I really, I really think they give this motherfucker like a Happy Meal, like not like a grown up Happy Meal, like McDonald's in the juice box, and just tell him sit in his room. I like grimace. I, you don't really see him like like you don't hear about him in the West Wing or the Oval Office actually doing anything. I Robble, really don't Robble. think he doesn't really do things. I don't Robble, think Robble. he does. I think he just like delegates poorly and like you know, you know, occasionally shows up. He might not even be alive. He might just be like, <laughs> a, it might be. You know, they got they really good like hologram. Yeah, hologram, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They What'd could just say, be projecting Christy? his ass. We basically voted for Queen Elizabeth. Mm. She yeah. shows up. You know what I'm saying? Waves he his takes tiny some pictures. Hands. He waves. You know what I'm saying? And then other grown-ups make decisions, and he just gets to be rich. Well, I think Queen Elizabeth actually has real money, though. Unlike Trump. Boom. Oh no, she's like <laughs> one of the richest people in England, if not the richest. I mean, yeah, yeah. she she got real money in her coffers. I but she ain't got Trump. no actual responsibilities to government. Nah, nah. she ain't had those in a long time. You know, feel simple. Yeah, but then, you know that's that that's you get to a certain point. You know what I'm saying? But it, also, their structure is different though, because you know it's like obviously they have parliament, and the monarchy is kind of like more like a traditional type of thing now. It's not like a you know, yeah, it's not the same. That's all good. Bless you. So uh, okay, so Cardi B and then forty five shithole. I mean, yeah. it, like I, the, the the really is not surprising that he said it. I just think it's more upsetting that people are still trying to defend it on the quote unquote right. I just think it's ridiculous. I mean, at some point, you just have to like. I would think that one would just like 
instead of worrying about what the person's political affiliation is supposedly, um, just go with what the fuck makes sense and what's right. You know, and like uh, Jeff Flake, shout out to him, although I still don't think, you know, he's free from blame and a lot of stuff, but he's he uh, he denounced uh, Trump's behaviors and like uh, uh, Trump was basically saying that the, the media is not his enemy, it's the enemy of the people. And Jeff Flake was like, uh, yeah, so you just basically quoted Joseph Stalin. Not cool. Mm. Uh, so <laughs> oh, that, I just think it's interesting that um, people voted for a president who was planning to host a fake media awards, quote unquote, ceremony on Twitter next week. I hadn't heard that one. Well, because he wants to call out the fakest news of the nation, I guess. Really? All the shit he had on his plate? That's what he wants to do? He's hosting <laughs> fake news awards on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the president is not a busy job. It doesn't require a lot of work. Well, well this pres- it's not busy for him. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this president. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I still don't. I, I haven't seen Tillerson anywhere. I haven't heard any reports of Tillerson doing anything of note. The last couple months, I've never heard what Uncle Ben is doing. Like, I don't know what Didn't he's doing. He he's trying to find his luggage. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't. He's not doing anything. He's sitting around at in an office collecting a paycheck. Every now and then, somebody tells him he has to go in front of the cameras and say something. He does. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know any of the answers to the follow up questions because he's not actually doing anything over there other than rubber stamping when necessary somebody else's agenda. Using words like really and very to modify This is a man who said he didn't want to run a hospital or HHS. (laughs) So if he didn't want to run Health and Human Services or HHS, do we really think he knows anything about motherfucking housing? No. 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 He He was probably better qualified for the other. He's just a nigga that needed a job so that everybody wouldn't look completely racist. They needed one chocolate chip in that bowl of vanilla ice cream. And Ben Carson is it. Yeah, he just like he's on the verge of constantly just like nodding off that dude. <laughs> and like, like that band was like on I mean, like a thousand down. Are we sure downers. he doesn't have dementia? No. Ben, ben Carson? Yeah. Are we sure he doesn't have dementia? Uh, no. Like, I mean, he's, he's, he's definitely very eccentric in terms of like some of the things that he said. Uh, and I'm being nice by saying eccentric. Um, yeah. I, uh, other people would say batshit. Uh, but you know, not me. Well, I mean, I'm a halfway whole tip advocate, and I don't say bad shit. That you don't have to be intelligent to be a brain surgeon. You just need to be smart. They are two different things. I, I think one of the mistakes that I've made a lot during my entire life that I've been trying to rectify within the past few years is not making the. You know, I've made the assumption that. Everybody, A, is coming from a good place so that um, you can reach a reasonable consensus on what is right and what the priorities should be. And what we might disagree on is uh, how you would execute, how you would go about that. Right. And over time, you know, I've just I think my anecdotal experience, um, the litany of. Uh, available footage and votes in Congress and various houses of delegation throughout, you know, the United States and, you know, with world leaders decision, uh, decisions that world leaders make in other countries. It's just becoming, it's very, very clear that 
everybody's not coming from a good place. Um, mm-hmm. The definition of what is right is not the same for everyone. And mm-hmm. everybody's priorities are different. Yep. Um, the fact that any nation can successfully have a government of any kind is actually extremely fascinating to me um, because people are just so all over the map um, with their priorities. And then I think what happens is you, you know, you see people who make a decision and you can wrestle with something internally. As long as you're only wrestling with something internally and you haven't made the investment of making that known to the public, then you can go back and forth. You can change your mind and not feel some type of way about it. But as soon as you take a stance in front of other people and they hear what you say, it's like the level of investment that you've engaged in for a lot of people. You just you can't for some reason you feel some type of way about about changing your mind, about letting new information uh, allow you to make a more comprehensive choice later. So you throw good money after bad or good thought after bad or good votes after bad or whatever, whatever Mm -hmm. currency you have to trade, you just dig in and stay committed to the bad decision that you made previously, uh, partially because you you can't be wrong. You don't want to be wrong, but also partially because you make decisions based on what your priorities are. And Trump may be a terrible, terrible president. Um, but if you're a conservative, you have a higher percentage chance of him getting your policies, uh, at least uh, there being some movement on your policies. Because Congress is so dysfunctional, those things actually becoming law, even with a, a Republican majority, still not that high. They got one tax reform bill, and it's going to be a doozy when everything goes into effect from a negative perspective. But that's the only they've tried to get so many things passed and have not been successful. And other branches of the government have uh, stepped in and shut the courts, you know, have had an impact. So I, I just think that these people who voted for him and continue to make excuses for him and continue to support him, I just have to accept for me. My perspective, me personally, individually, my own opinion. Um, so not that, yeah, no, not someone another, other than Slim. Yeah, me. Yeah, okay. I just wanted to be clear on that. Um, that those people, they just have, they don't have the same definition of right versus wrong as I do. They don't have the same priorities as I do. For me, you being a racist, that's a deal breaker for me. Like I can't, you know. And, and if you, if you're a racist, um, if you're a homophobe. If you're any, any any of those things, like I I can't mess with you once I know that. So no, I can't vote for somebody who has that perspective. No, I can't eat you know pizza you know from a if you know the person is like ultra conservative you know. No, I can't. No, I can't get your delicious chicken sandwiches. You know if you think blue lives matter. Chick-fil-A. You know like. These are things that I can't participate in. My priorities are different because my priorities are people, period. Everybody's priorities aren't people. Some people's priorities are money. Some people's priorities are holding on to the power they have and they think it's not enough to go around. So they want to keep representation for everybody who doesn't look like them low. Um, And I just think that's the reality of the situation. It's a sad reality, but it is the reality. 
So I want to bring up one more thing real quick. I know we're almost out of time, but this is more like a public service announcement and a reminder. If you have not yet purchased your tickets for Black Panther, what the fuck are you waiting for? I have not. That's what the fuck? That's a complicated situation are you waiting for, for me because I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be in New Orleans. I don't think you're going to be able to see it anywhere. So, like. I don't. I don't know what's gonna. <laughs> that's gonna be dicey. Yeah, I, like I, I went online, like all happen. all confident, like yeah, I'm gonna get these tickets right. We're like oh oh, they sold out here. Oh, next nah show. nah, the nah, day they, they went on here. sale, I was like I, I didn't get the notice. What? Like, I got it with Star Wars. You know how I am about the advanced tickets. Oh, I, didn't I had get the to like I had to like right, Fandango man. so I could like get that notice. Was, as soon as it popped up, I was like oh, you want me to go on my Fandango app and purchase these tickets? Yeah, because I need to be there. I'm all about reserving specific seats. Yes. That's how I am. I'm 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 a little bougie with, with certain movies. Like yeah, yeah. I will see Black Panther. I will see it that week. I just don't know where. I don't know what the what venues about are like in Nola. Right. Like I think one of the things that bothered me was um kind of similar to Birth of a Nation, um, when the long ago rape allegations popped up. Mm-hmm. Um, all of a sudden there was, I don't know if anybody else heard it, it was a bunch of chatter about like, oh my God, Michael B. Jordan is dating a white woman. Y'all still going to go see Black Panther? Of like what? Of that, 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 that's, that's side chatter. That's, that's to, like to fray. I think he's always dated white like, women. I, th- right. I think he, pref- I think he likes white women. White women, so like, surprise. I was like, look, really? Michael B. Jordan was never dating me and I was still gonna go see Black Panther. And I think he's a good actor. I mean, but like his like what he prefers, But it was it was that kind of yeah, yeah. side chatter yeah, of but like, like but I feel like that's I feel like that's the same like with Luke Cage, like when there was an mm-hmm. argument with like when white people were like like putting up on, on, on Twitter, like, yeah, there are no white people in this in this show. Like, motherfucker, yeah. it's Harlem. This, this whole show it's, it's Harlem. <laughs> the show that's set in Harlem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like it. where it's still black. Yeah, yeah. All neighborhoods without y'all exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, what did Luke Cage? do Luke Cage proved that you could have a strongly black cast in a show and it still do phenomenally well. It broke Netflix yeah. when mm-hmm. it came out. Yeah. And and look at Black Panther. The most pre-sold tickets since like of outside any, of outside of maybe oh any Marvel, any Marvel movie. Any Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah. Period. Yeah, I yeah. mean they're already predicting that it's gonna hit a billion. Yeah. In and it's all black everything. So Chadwick, what up, son? <laughs> yeah, I'm already scheduled son? to see it twice. And, Thursday and, then, and Saturday. What, I think what makes the promotion of Black Panther so bad or not bad, I don't, you know, is that it's mostly, you know, just excited fans and social media that has it going, you know. And so I think that's even better than if they have spent a lot of money on marketing and promotions, because I think that it's important for Hollywood to take notice that, you know, not only do black people buy black, you know what I'm saying, but like we do it excitedly. (laughs) You know, mm-hmm. and with enthusiasm. We are looking at you, LeVar Ball. And, and, and we come in numbers. Like, we know how to, you know what I'm saying, like, get our collective buying power up when we need to. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I think that I hope people are taking notice of that. Like, we are a demographic that you should be appealing to. And the tickets were not cheap. Let me just go on say that uh, but you know, yeah you know, you know certain people like to go to movies in, in, in nice places whatever so you know you can't just get regular tickets no more no you know? i i you went know. to a, a decent theater i'm going to go to a decent theater right. i have my seats reserved mm-hmm. i can recline and be comfortable i'm not i'm not talking about you i'm just talking about you know certain other people they got to go like you know far places 
on well, the, I'm the other side of God's green earth. Look, <laughs> I, I, I can't, I can't talk to that. You know, I, I knew it was gonna happen, yeah, but I was yeah, like, look, yeah. we got to get there. this good. We got to get yeah. this one in somewhere yeah, yeah. else. Yeah, so. yeah. Black Panther is gonna be a great opportunity for a lot of people to mix their black with their bougie. Like yeah. you can just put it all together. You can go to a really nice. Look, movie I'm, I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna see seeing it twice that uh, opening weekend. Get down mm-hmm. in Wakanda. You know, that's, yeah. that's how. Yeah, that's yeah. how it goes. Man. I can't wait. I cannot wait to see it. I think that movie is gonna be wildly successful. I mean, it does have the benefit of being a, a MCU movie made by Marvel Studios. Um, so it's getting started on the right foot. Um, the casting is unbelievable. Phenomenal. Um, yeah. It's very, very good. Uh, visually, it looks like it's going to be incredible. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that they're not relying too heavily on visual effects. That's that Sometimes you can get like, kind of crutch on that. Here we go. On George Lucas. Hey, look, man. <laughs> I don't like to get too high, too low on things, man. That's just me. You, so we're just kind of preparing you all that we are going to be talking about this movie oh, going to happen when it comes out. So gonna happen. just be prepared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at you, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but we will not provide spoilers. So no spoilers. I somehow have a feeling that it might be uh, assigned for a class. Oh. That's progressive. Well, I'm taking the black church and black manhood, so. Okay. So I'm very I'm 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 very excited. That could come up. Black director, black cast. I believe I got I got to look at the writer again. But yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah I'm I'm very excited. Yes. About the the blackness. This this movie is blacker than than the Lion black King y'all. cast. I'm black. <laughs> it is. It's like which is saying a lot. Because the Lion King cast is pretty damn black, but you know they, they got a couple others and mix in there. And I think Andy Serkis is pretty much the only. Nine. I was just gonna say Andy Serkis gonna get a little bit of shine in it too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Martin Andy, Freeman. Andy. No. I don't know, but he popped up. Is he black? Dude is white. Oh, okay. I can't see like like there's a lot of pictures there. So like I, he's right beside the other oh, way. Yeah. Guy. Oh, okay. So shout out to to Lord of the Ring stars <laughs> making their Wait, making appearances so, in <laughs> MCU movies. Before we uh, close out the section on problematic things, I would like to address a problematic solution that America has come up with. <sighs> We're not going to trade a reality TV star for a talk show host because the reality of the situation is the criteria for who should be president is not who could do worse. I'm glad you mentioned that because I also not who can just give it's a good yeah, The Oprah part. thing has been a thing like all week, and yes, I, I'm glad you mentioned just, that. And I forgot you know, to because we got. Like, on I'm not things. saying that there is a politician that has stepped up that's qualified, but what I am saying is that you know, if somebody drives a car into your living room, I'm stealing this analogy from somebody. If somebody drives a car into your living room, you do not, you know what I'm saying, drive a bigger, fancier, better car into your living room and think that that fixes your problem because you still got a fucking hole. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Your living room, like that's a pr- and a car with a whole car in it, like like that's a problem. So this is our new I living like room car. <laughs> I think she runs the shit out of Harpo. You know what I'm saying? And like I think that people would genuinely vote for her. I hope that I'm not forced to choose to vote for her because it's between her and Trump. But what I am saying is that I that, will if it's, that choice. it's a problematic solution. <laughs> it, right. is. it is. It is. I think we. I think I, I agree. I can't speak for everybody else. I agree. I agree yeah. in principle. I think practically. There's a legitimate when you we've had different types of presidents over the years. And I think sometimes the best type of president you can have is a person who is very intelligent, 
who does know how to lead people, even if it's just like rhetorical leadership and can, you know, can demonstrate success um, and can put the right people in place to execute agendas that would actually be successful for people. And I don't see any reason why Oprah couldn't do that. But I agree with you, Christy, in principle that, yeah, like on its face, that's just not a good idea in general. But practically speaking, I don't see any reason why uh, she hasn't done anything to show me that she would not be able to be a successful president as a, from the perspective of being a leader of the country, being able to take advice from intelligent people who do actually study the problems and propose genuine solutions. Um, I don't see any reason why she would be able to do that. I, I, I believe, I think, I think, again, I don't want to speak for everybody on the panel. I believe I can say though, we would agree that she could, she's capable of doing that. Yeah. I, I would, I would simply just submit that I believe that Oprah would have more power and influence by not being president. Maybe. Because I believe but that she was. That's a different conversation. Yeah, no, no, I, no. I think it's part of the same conversation because I think, I think, uh, I think the the influence that she had in terms of the, the Barack Obama first go around. I think she was extremely instrumental. She wasn't solely responsible, obviously, but I think you know if you have Oprah get on TV or get on own or have one of those shows and get everybody riled up or whatever, and this is what I think, and everybody starts cheering like, yeah, and like you know she could really do that, and she could actually affect politics from a whole different perspective. She could be the countermeasure. For what the Koch brothers are, but so that's I just said, my. Hey, I think that's two different conversations. I think it, it, one conversation is: Could she be a? Good I believe president? she could be a good president. Right. The, I, that I'm conversation saying, is a: yeah, yeah. Should she be president? Yeah, conversation. yeah, yeah. I, I don't think she should. And be. I think no. that's more what uh, Christie also was leaning yeah, yeah, towards, yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's circumstantially, a, I, like that. It's probably not a good idea. But you, you're actually mentioning some positive reasons why she shouldn't. Yeah. Potentially and I, and I feel I feel like ultimately I don't think Oprah really wants that. I don't think like it's just like Maybe people saying Michelle Obama should run for president. I think Michelle wants no parts of the White House. Michelle is happy skipping down the beach in oh, her oh, bikini yeah. and her booty shorts. Did y'all see? Mama no, I didn't. But I'm, I'm happy to look at Mama it. Mama got abs. That yeah. I believe yeah, yeah. when that first day of that second term came around, there was a whole collection of calendars with a countdown. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there was an exit strategy for her. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's. I'm pretty sure there was some some celebratory weed on Ready the way out the go. White House. She was definitely Ready not interested. I don't need to come back here. And you keep everything because you probably pissed on it too. She was just. She was ready to be out. Yeah, yeah. Like so. I feel like her stance was, I love my man. He loved this job. I'm gonna love this job that I gotta do because I love my man. But I do not love this job. Yeah, I think I think the Obama. Contingent along with say like Oprah, I think they can really make moves in terms of like shaping the next round of politicians. Um, the thing that we need to be more vigilant about is honestly short term, what the fuck are we going to do about this November election? Like getting this new crop of senators and congressmen in because well, you know, that's coming. Uh, the redistricting uh, and gerrymandering results are uh, there's there's some shifts happening in North as far Carolina. As the courts, North Carolina, they got to redraw the lines and they got to mm -hmm. be redrawn before uh, the November midterms. Mm -hmm. So there may be some more Democratic representation coming out of North Carolina. I mean, because mm -hmm. those lines were amazingly fucked up. Yeah, so and they're 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 terrible across a lot of country. Yeah. yeah, that continues to happen. We could be looking at and look. I've always been. I've not always, but over the past couple of years, um, I've been operating 
from the perspective of looking at uh, a world that has been mostly, uh, I'll say, conservative because of the types <laughs> of people who have been in power and wanted to hold on to that power. Um, and that the world has seemed to be gradually leaning progressive over time. Mm-hmm. And those who are conservative are and are in power, they have been making severe last ditch efforts to hold on to what they have. That's how it typically because goes. Things things at some point in the future are going to turn. Uh, more progressive when you look at even the last presidential election in the United States and you look at how actually people voted electorally but then you break it down to individual demographics and you look at how the youth voted um, in that election the victor would have been the democratic candidate by far Mm -hmm. um, if it was isolated strictly to the youth vote so I think that's an indicator of where the world's going. You know, there's still a lot of races in the world, still a lot of bigots, there's still a lot of hate, um, but there are a crop of young people, and I think it's going to lean more so in that direction, that are like, fuck all this dumb shit. Um, let's, uh, let's, let's make people a priority. Um, well, because I think a lot of young people are looking at a system that overall just doesn't benefit right. them. And it doesn't and represent them like, either. And they know right. it. Right. And so like you have to go with the 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 people who are most likely to make policies um that are going to at least not continue to be so harmful to you, which is why I think conservatism and even, you know, liberals who, you know, like that that uh what do they call them? Um the neoliberals, you know, how like, you know, we're gonna adapt some conservative policies and put it in a nice little, you know what I'm saying, progressive sounding package. But really, you know what I'm saying, it's just, you know, conservatism light. I think that a lot of that is really the politics of baby boomers, you know, because those are really the only people who are benefiting from the system. Mm-hmm. You know, 80% of the wealth in the world belongs to baby boomers. Mm. You know, like that's that's something to really think about. Like generationally, there's a huge power struggle that's going on. And I think that, you know, the next come up it, no, they're not trying to come off of it. And they're really going to try and die in office. And I think that the next 10 years is really going to be interesting because the reality is, you know, everybody keeps talking about, oh, Nancy Pelosi needs to step down. But nobody is telling her she needs to step down. And they're saying, oh, well, we need to hold on to the clout that she has. And it's like, you know, at some point in time, there has to be a coup, you know, but there has to be enough, you know, of a base to support that. Yeah. And um, until that happens, we stuck with these old people. I mean, the root word of conservative <coughs> is conserve. You know, I thought you were gonna say to, con. Trying to—that's <laughs> what I thought he was gonna say too. Like, yeah, like, 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 right. yeah. conserve is yeah. the actual word. But I mean, it's like pe- trying to keep something the way it is, trying to keep the uh-huh. status quo. So you can't have me look at a world where there are technologies and jobs and economies that didn't exist two years ago, five years ago, ten years ago. You know, you could actually invest in exchanging your currency for cryptocurrency. That is a real thing right now. So you can't trying to keep things the same is just never going to work. The one of the things about the human races, it is an extremely ingenuitive and innovative race. Like as a people, human beings come up with new things. You got to accommodate new. You just you got to accommodate it. You got to make room for it. And unfortunately, 
when conserve is the root word of everything you believe and every movement you support, at some point in time, you're going to get left behind. Uh, because- uh, I, don't know, I don't know. I think we might be kind of, and I don't want to get too into word games, I, you know, but I think conserve and preserve are kind of being like interchanged right here because conserve would also think, you would think that that would apply to the fucking environment. That's just me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So well, we're gonna I mean, but they priorities. want to the attitude that man is master of the earth and we can do whatever the fuck we want with this creation. Mm. So what the you fuck know, we're going to do with this creation right now? Are we done? Mm-hmm. We finish oh. and we done. Oh, we're going to wrap it up. Put some respect on it. Right on. Put some, Yeah, we're going to put some respect on it. Um, yeah, so thank you for joining us. I think we had some good discussions today. Um, Lee is going to tell people where to, where to find her Stop or cheap. something. Oh, Stop cheap. again, Facebook group, Facebook page, Flashback Radio. Did you say Stop Cheat? I'm sorry. <laughs> Instagram, <laughs> Flashback Radio. Stop Cheat. Uh, Twitter, at Flashback News, <laughs> at Flashback Radio. And of course, like you can find us on a plethora of places if you want to listen to the podcast, the website, www.flashblackradio.com, uh, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn. Conserve and preserve us. Subscribe or something. Share share us us with your friends. Share us like barnacles on your buoy. We were just talking earlier about sharing penises and vaginas. Share this podcast. Like it's some some good uh, pee. And sharing's fine as as long as everyone has agreed. (laughs) Those are the parameters under which you all be operating. And we're fine with it. So yeah. Share all your pee and your V. Share it all. Sharing is scary. We're out. It could be fun. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got so caught up in it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and all this P and V. All this P and it's V and sharing and swapping. Very and captivating. It is co- uh, just captivating. It's I'm captivating. sorry. <laughs> very captivating. <laughs> I had to go. Come this on, is okay. Come you on, know how I feel about that word. <laughs> this is okay. T Rich. You don't like copulation? No, that's not. That's not what I was talking about. <laughs> not, um, this is S double. I love copulation. Uh, Signing off. Uh, okay, Savage. Have a wonderful week. Be nice to somebody. Davinci Parks, aka Lee Bennett the Third. We thank you so much for listening. AKA Please continue to share. Please continue to be part of the conversation. Please continue to engage. Stay blessed. Stay woke. One.